You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Heather Duplessy Allen. Peter Lewis, Asia business correspondent with us now. Hey, Peter. Hi, Heather. Right, so we have the, uh, the shares of the China Evergrande suspended. How long for? Well, we don't know. Um, the, the company says um, that, that they have no information on how long it's going to be. They just say it's until further notice. Now, Evergrande has only just come out of a 17-month uh, suspension. Back in August, it was, it was traded, uh, it was suspended for 17 months because it failed uh, to file its um, audited accounts in time. Um, and it's only been trading for the last sort of just over a month and a half or so. Um, and what's happened is uh, on Thursday evening, um, after the stock was suspended, Evergrande issued a statement to say that its chairman, Hoi Kai Yang, has been put under police surveillance. Now, I have to quote um, the, the very words that they used here because it's a bit odd. Evergrande said, Mr. Hoy, and I quote, has been subject to mandatory measures in accordance with the law due to suspicion of illegal crimes. Didn't give any further details than that, but it obviously begs two questions. First of all, what are these mandatory measures? Mm. Well, it seems to be some sort of um, police detention, um, short of a formal arrest. Doesn't mean to say he's going to be charged with a crime, but nevertheless, uh, he's been held at some location and he's not allowed um, to, to leave that. Um, and, and we're not quite sure uh, where that is or, or you know, what are the reasons for it other than he's suspected of illegal crimes, which begs the question, had he done some legal crimes, would he be okay okay <laughs> by now? But they, they say nothing about what these uh, alleged crimes are supposed to be. But we do know that um, a couple of years ago, Evergrande siphoned about 2 billion yuan out of its Hong Kong subsidiary over to the mainland. Uh, to, to, and this was sort of... Uh, belongs to shareholders this money but it used it for its own purposes to try and pay debts um, and try and pay off some of its liabilities in the mainland and there's um, an investigation going on into that so these are illegal crimes as they call them could be related to that Peter, um, the impact of Evergrande, if Evergrande was to, to not, you know, to be unable to recover from the situation that it is in right now, how much of an impact would that have in the Chinese economy? I think it will have some. I mean, I, I think a lot of people outside of mainland China are suspecting that we're, we're coming to the final denouement of, uh, of Evergrande because it just simply can't go on like this. It's been stopped by Chinese regulators from issuing new debt. And it's been going through this restructuring process for about two years now because it has about $300 billion of liabilities. There is just no way that Evergrande can pay that off unless it can somehow restructure the debt and get itself some extra time. But it's been banned from issuing any new debt. So without that, uh, there's just no future uh, for this company. So it will have an impact on um, confidence in the mainland. We shouldn't overplay it. It it won't lead to a financial crisis simply because um, all the Chinese banks that lent money to Evergrande are state-owned. So China isn't going to allow those banks Uh, to get into trouble. And anyway, China overall is a big creditor country. It lends to the world. Um, All the debt it has is its own currency. So it's not going to have some financial crisis as a result of this, but it will have an impact on confidence. Um, And people are already uh, very reluctant to buy homes. There is a massive oversupply of property on the mainland. There's something like 600 million homes on the mainland available. 
um, that you know, for a population of 1.4 billion. So it is massively oversu uh, oversupplied with property. And what really needs to happen is a sort of a, a natural cleansing process where certain lenders are going to go bankrupt, they're going to go under, people are going to lose money, house prices are going to fall, but it's better to get that over and done with as soon as mm. possible in some sort of controlled, orderly way, rather than allowing this to go on for years and years and years, which it could if it's not dealt with now. Yeah, that's a very good point. Peter, it's good to talk to you always. I'll talk to you again next week. Look after yourself in the meantime. It's Peter Lewis, our Asia business correspondent. For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.